0: Limerick Today with Joan Esch on Live 95.
1: With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.
2: Well, with silage cutting season underway, farmers and silage contractors are being reminded of the serious dangers of working on a farm with eight farm fatalities having occurred already this year. And ESB Networks is also reminding farmers of the serious risks associated with working near electrical wires. So to hear more about all of this, we're joined on the line by Arthur Byrne, ESB's Public Safety Manager, Hannah Quinn Mulligan, Limerick native and journalist with the Irish Farmers Journal, and Angela Hogan, who tragically lost her her husband, in a farm accident. And uh, you're all very welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, Angela, I would imagine uh, these TikTok videos and the TikTok saying its safety team are carrying out an investigation into videos showing members of the public dangerously using farm machinery to carry out stunts uh, have not one bit pleased you in the context of farm safety.
3: Um, good morning, Joe. No, I'm afraid... Um they haven't. It's uh, God. It really, you know, strikes a, a chord with me. Like um, they, they just don't realise like what uh, what the dangers are, I suppose. And the way I look at it, um, I suppose a lot of them were, as far as I know, a lot of them were fairly young people. Um, it's it's a kind of a lack of education, I would say. You know, uh, with regards to the dangers of our machinery, um, there needs to be a lot more um, done. Um, in schools with regards to farm safety um, for example our own local CBS here in Nina um, for the last two or three years um I invited uh, Peter goty there to uh, do a talk to the to the to the students about farm safety and this year they're releasing um, a farm safety video which shows the, the wrong thing and the right but the right thing to do so they're doing their own video but it's about farm safety and it's not you know, the mess that's going on with those TikTok videos, so you know, that, that impacted on them, that talk that um with, say, Peter Goherry gave to them and we need more people like Peter Goherry to go around the schools in Ireland to educate
2: younger people Yeah, I mean, Hannah, the problem is you know, young people think they're invincible, don't they?
1: Yeah, and especially young men, and I think that's what we're seeing with the TikTok videos, it's usually young male teenagers um, who are doing them, I suppose uh, maybe maybe something to say is that like farm pranks are nothing new you know I, I can I remember being a bit younger and seeing lads up to mischief on farms it's just it's so exacerbated now by social media you know media everyone trying to outdo each other and everyone trying to you know one up, this kind of one-upmanship that's going on but the figures around it are just so stark I mean in the last decade we have 21 children who have lost their lives on farms, and and, and think that this year alone, uh, almost, you know, nine people have lost their lives on farms, and that's a mixture of attacks from livestock, and um, but also you know machinery, and machinery is one of the number one causes of farm accidents, and um, and like Angela was saying, it so impactful when you do actually meet someone who's been the victim or survived a farm accident and it would be incredible if we could get more of a national campaign around that to go around to schools and rural areas and have survivors of farm accidents speaking to children um, and to young teenagers because they're ones who are almost most at risk at this time of year especially.
2: Yeah, I mean Angela you know, with the best will in the world and with all the safety measures put in place, um, farms are still Dangerous places, aren't they?
3: Um, For sure, I suppose, and especially this time of the year because um, the weather in Ireland, I suppose, you can't rely on it. So that obviously puts extra pressures then on the farmer to get things done on time. You know, they're under pressure there from their clients to, to, you know, they want their farm done next. And um, that added time pressure, um, I suppose, doesn't help either. And as you say, like even the safest farmer can still, you know, there can still be a a relapse in concentration and, you know, two seconds either way, you know, and, um, it's, it's, um, you know, it could be a fatal accident. Yeah.
2: I remember the tragic um, death of your husband and clearly this is something that you feel passionately about and want to spread uh, the message in his memory as much as anything else.
3: Yeah, you know, Brendan, um, you know, and I suppose we're based in Nina here, and the uh the, the farming community in Arterbury, would consider Brendan a very safe uh, farmer. You know, so it came as a huge shock when the accident happened. Um, he was bailing there for for a client in in Burscayne, and he had just gone into the field and he did a routine check on the bailer. um Like I'm not into the the mechanics of the machine or that but um, he was uh, cl- clearing a dust a dust build up on a switch and um, the bailer came down and tossed him as soon as this was cleared you know yeah. So, Um. yeah it was very difficult so our son was with him at the time as well so
2: Yes. Um, Arthur uh, from um, the ESB, um, again, just another of the risks that uh, farmers and silage contractors have to think about, not only the equipment, not only the field they're working in and the general farm safety issues, but they've got to look up as well, don't they?
0: Good morning, Joe and Angela and Hannah. Yes. Joe, uh, like my, my message this morning to your listeners in Limerick is, is around electricity wires in particular and being aware of where they are when you're carrying out any work on the farm, particularly this time of the year, the silage cutting and machinery is so tall and so wide that unfortunately we have accidents where machinery either strikes the pole and sometimes breaks the pole which brings the ele- live electricity wires down on top of the machine or sometimes the machine is too close to the overhead lines and I suppose the advice I have for people is to make sure that if it is a problem and you think the line is too low for whatever reason or your machine is a newer machine and it's closer to the line than it was last year is not to cut under the line but to ring ESB networks on our emergency number and we'll come out and I suppose the sad thing though listening to every accident being a sad event and it's an unfortunate event uh, is that you know, in most cases, we, we respond when an accident happens, but we can equally respond just as quickly if a farmer or silage contractor was to ring us and say, listen, I think the line is a bit low here. Uh, can you come out? We will respond immediately to that as if it was uh, a serious emergency where something had happened.
2: Yeah. and in fairness to the esp you know you're very good at getting the safety messages um out there in all sorts of ways has it had a positive impact on the number of serious injuries and fatalities caused by electricity wires
0: well, thanks for saying that, John. Without, without, with the, with the help of the local radio stations, and the local press—that's been one of the main reasons we've been able to get out that, as well as working as, as people have said around getting into schools, and we do that as well. But it's very hard to measure. I think it's like all these marketing and messaging messages—you never know when it's working. And as somebody said to me years and years ago, if you if you save someone, that you never know you've saved that—that's one person that you hopefully have saved from an accident, and you never really know. Like we do measure it in terms of you know people's recall of the t v ad yeah, that we have the the radio messages we have the social media messages we have, but in in my role and I've been in the role since two thousand and twelve you know it's an ongoing continuous battle as your other speakers have said there you just have to keep m- mentioning it referencing it, and making it i suppose as real for people because we're all subject becoming complacent. And when I investigate serious and fatal accidents, you know, people would say to me, well, you know, if they've been lucky enough to survive a jaw, that they're, they're never going to forget the message. But I suppose my objective and everybody else's objective is to help the people who don't have to hopefully go through that trauma of having a serious accident. And that's why I suppose with electricity, it's important to know as well that it can jump gaps and you don't necessarily have to touch the overhead lines. And uh, and it's just to give it a wide berth. And that's why we say the message is really keep a safe distance from electricity wires because, as everybody has said there, your other speakers, machinery is very powerful and equally electricity is very powerful. Yeah.
2: I mean, Hannah, I really enjoyed watching uh, you and uh, your grandmother on the TV show, The May Day, 24 hours in lockdown um, a few weeks back. And for me, it emphasised that farms remain places where people of all ages can, beyond them, can participate in farm work, you know, from very young kids um, right on up.
1: Yeah, I I, suppose the generational aspect is um, one of the lovely parts of it, but one of the dangerous parts of it. I mean, I definitely remember uh, growing up from an early age, you know, feeding hens and doing kind of small jobs like that, and that's obviously progressed. And now we're having conversations with Granny about, you know, what she can't do on the farm because it's it's the very young and it's also the elderly that are most at risk on farms. And that's really, really a difficult conversation for every farm family to, uh, to have is to... Sit down and to say, look, I know that you know what you're doing, but I'm worried that you know if you help bringing in in the cattle, or if you're involved in a TB test, that you'll get a knock and you won't be able to get up after it, or your bones are that bit more fragile and you're at risk of you know maybe breaking a hip or something or something like that. And that's a really difficult conversation to have and um, on on a farm Um, and but i I think every family needs to have it and needs to be aware of it and especially now going into the summer period i know children have been home for quite a while now because schools are off but if you haven't had the conversation make yourself sit down one evening maybe even this weekend and just have that conversation about farm safety and it's it's that thing of like look I know you're capable of doing things, I just want to pace it because I don't want something to happen to you. Uh, And that needs to be had.
2: And the other thing, Angela, is, you know, uh, farmers are driven to distraction at the moment because of COVID-19 as well and their worries about that uh, and obviously the economic impact on their farms. And and you, you can very easily get your head into a funk, can't you? Yeah,
3: I suppose it's like everything, you know, yeah. All, all these extra pressure pressures definitely don't help the situation but like I would say to every farmer if they think of you know what if something happened to me what's going to happen to my family you know if something happens to the farmer how's the f- farm going to keep going you know the, the, the after um the impact afterwards is just you know unreal I, I have met um, so many fa- families through the charity embrace Farm. And um, I can tell you one thing: if those guys that were making those TikTok videos, if they met a lot of those families, they would definitely think twice about messing around on on machinery. Um, uh, it's a it's a constant reminder. You know, when when an accident happens in the news, you say, "God, that's terrible." You know, you, you hear you hear about it, and, and you have sympathy for them. But the next day, that's forgotten about again. So um, it's just so important to keep the awareness around farm accidents um, out there all the time.
2: Okay, well listen, thank you very much for doing that this morning, Angela Hogan along with Hannah Quinn Mulligan and Arthur Byrne uh, who is the ESB's public safety manager. We appreciate your time this morning.
0: Call Limerick Today Now on 46 19.95